read a really interesting article in the New York Times this week which suggested that the good old-fashioned email newsletter is a way better way of reaching people. You go beyond the social media bubble where the social media people are all trying to figure out new ways of selling you ads, and this is just a great direct way. Mike Isaacs, who wrote the article, said that he he has a, a, a newsletter on Substack, and so I gave it a try, and I and I signed up, and within a few minutes, I had a newsletter with a bunch of pictures and some videos. I could not have been happier. I, of course, had a bunch of questions, and uh, but before I could even ask the questions, I got an email from Hamish McKenzie, who is the COO of Substack, saying, hey, welcome to the platform. Well, I'm returning that welcome by welcoming Hamish to join us t today on Talking Tech. Hi, Hamish. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for um, having a really easy-to-use platform. Uh, it's free, so we're not selling anything here. Of course, you do want to make money, and we'll talk about that. But let's start off by just talking about you guys came up with this platform. It's an alternative to MailChimp and some of the other platforms that are out there that have a whole lot of tools and a multi-subscription charge. What was your reason? Why did you want to do this? Well, actually, we wanted to do it because we were depressed about sort of the media business uh, starting to fail because of online advertising, which had created this system where people would um, be rewarded for spreading outrage and fake news and uh, all these sort of sorts of things on social media that have negative consequences for society as well as for the media business in general. And so we wanted to do something simple that allowed uh, readers to pay for the writers they love. And we thought one simple way to do that was to make a platform that made it easy to start a paid email newsletter. Um, part of that is that one of the good ways to start a paid email newsletter is to first start off with a free email newsletter. Um, and so that's what you set up when you when you came to Substacks, also what Mike Isaac has, uh, the guy from the New York Times. Why don't you tell everybody about the sign-up process? I mean, I, I guess we could gr grind it down. You register, you, you, you pick up a name for your newsletter, and then what do you do? Yeah, you just go to Substack.com, you, you click uh, Start Publishing, you pick a name, um, and then you're pretty very quickly taken into a, a sign-up flow where you choose a, a couple of particulars for your newsletter, what color you want, for instance, and then you can just start writing and you get taken to a very simple editor interface. You can write your articles into that. You can click publish. Um, when you click publish, it will be published on your own Substack site, which is like a, a blog, and it will also be emailed to anyone who has signed up to be on your mailing list. And the way people do that is that they can come to your Substack site and click subscribe, put their email address in, and if you have paid subscriptions as an option, they can put their credit card details in and uh, be a paying supporter too. Well, I know that every writer's dream is that the general public out there will pay for your work. Uh, what, how, is, how successful has that turned out to be so far in your first year and a half? It's been great. We've got several uh, writers who are making uh, very, very good livings off their newsletters, like very high salary type of incomes, like in comfortable six figures and above. And then we've got a, a whole large group of people who are making sort of five-figure incomes from their newsletter, and it can range from uh, full-time salary equivalent to just good side money or part of their freelance journalism mix. Um, 
it is it is difficult to get uh, people to pay for your writing, but you don't have to actually have huge numbers to make it financially interesting. For instance, you might have written an article that in uh, the Twitter world or BuzzFeed type of world might have a million readers, but if you just write a, uh, a newsletter that gets a thousand people who agree to pay you five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year you can make a really good living just by doing that. So for everybody out there that's listening that says, gee, I'd love to quit my job and I'd like yep. to make a six-figure salary, sending an email to my friends. <laughs> what <laughs> tips do you have for them? Well, it's really important to publish a mix of free and paid content. And so we always advise publishers to publish something regularly that is free for everyone and can be accessed on your Substack site by just anyone who finds it through Twitter or Facebook or email. And that should be geared towards a more uh, popular audience so people can discover your work and help fall in love with your voice and your worldview. And then for your paying subscribers, the people who uh, are really devoted to your work and really, really love what you're doing, you can publish stuff that's a little uh, deeper, a little more intimate, maybe a little bit nerdier, like people who are paying you money are willing to hear lots from you and go further into the weeds with you. Okay, what about frequency? I loved what I did last night um, and said, gee, you know, I could do this every day, easily. But would the people that I'm sending the newsletter to, would they open it up every day? Yeah, I think it, it, that depends to a large extent on the writer's uh, ability to take people with them. But I think a good, a really good, if you're looking to do this as a professional operation, uh, like Judd Legan with Popular Information or Bill Bishop who writes this China newsletter, they are publishing four times a week. And so four times a week, subscribers will, uh, Monday, to, Monday to Thursday, will wake up with a really good newsletter that helps improve their lives in their inbox. Why do you think that newsletters have come of age in the last few years? Because this is a technology that's been out since the dawn of the internet, correct? Yes, and for some people, newsletters have always been a great uh, vessel for communication and consumption of information. Uh, they seem to be seeing a resurgence right now. And I think a big part of it is that people are starting to get fed up with the garbage fire of social media. It's not really a pleasant experience to open Facebook or Twitter for a lot of people these days because there's all sorts of fighting going on there and it's hard to know uh, what to trust, who to believe or where to go to feel good about things again. And so newsletters are kind of a more private experience where there's a more genuine connection between the reader and the writer and it's in a quiet place where you're not surrounded by all this other noise. And so I think people crave that increasingly these days and uh, newsletters, is a, is, they provide a great place to go where you don't feel like your attention is being abused. Uh, but if they want to see, if anybody wants to see the newsletter, it would be jeffersongram.substack.com and they could sign up for it there? Yeah, exactly. They'll be taken to a welcome page and it'll be very simple for them to enter the email address. And okay, and what you'll, see, you'll see beach photos <laughs> and videos and the like. Uh, it will keep the tech writing at USA Today and you can just see my personal photography on a personal newsletter. So there you go. Hamish, do you have a newsletter? Well, I would encourage people to go to on.substack.com. That's on.substack.com, and that's our, our company newsletter. So we share information and news about the company there, and uh, hopefully some good things to read occasionally. 
Alrighty. And if you do sign up for Substack, you will get an email from Hamish right away, correct? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's an automated email, but I do look at uh, all the responses that people send. Yeah, well, you're pretty proactive. Um, I usually end every episode by recommending that people look for me on Twitter. It's no offense, uh, but I'm at Jefferson Graham on Twitter. And if you have any thoughts, and uh, Hamish is also on Twitter as well, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm at Hamish McKenzie, H-A-M-I-S-H-M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us. You've been listening to Talking Tech. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to online audio. I will be at the I will be back with you tomorrow with another quick hit from the world of technology. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening.